there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is, yet again, the Gem Jam, where we do an issue-by-issue recap of the IDW Gem comic, because it is truly outrageous. How's that How's that for a new spiel? I mean, it's got a bit of a clunk to it, but I'm sure, I'm sure that'll get better. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got however long these comics are published. This is the... Uh, Gem Infinite Issue 6 that we're covering today. There have been mm, interdimensional shenanigans, uh, a beautiful sun tech rat. He's so beautiful. He's got a star shaved into his undercut. Yeah, it's very good. We finally seen Cave Starlight, albeit an alternate universe one. And we also had alternate universe holograms who are dead and who are now actual holograms themselves. Uh, the misfits are gone. Um, oh, right. Kimber and Stormer are adorable, are doubled up. They're alternate universe revolutionary lesbians. Stormer has a robot arm. It's very good. And Kimber has a Rachel Summers rat tail. It's cyberpunk, so it's okay. Because this is the cross-time caper. So when we last left our heroes, there was a concert. And there was a pizzazz. There were two pizzazzes, actually. There was our pizzazz and also alternate universe pizzazz. Who's been hanging out in a dark closet for a while, just kind of brooding dramatically. Yeah, she is just that dramatic. She just hangs out in a dark closet and waits for people to come have ominous conversations with her. (laughs) That's what I do, honestly. And I want us just to hold this perfect image of alternate universe pizzazz in our heads because we're mm, not gonna see her again spoilers nope yeah that's a storyline that kind of got put on ice we've talked about this before but as a refresher this was something where as i understand it kelly thompson pitched a different ending to infinite as well as what would happen after infinite and idw did not pick it up yeah this is trying to tie up loose ends as much as one can when one is under mm, deadlines uh, and having to hastily re write the ending of a comic yeah uh the comics industry is awful yep monthly issues are held together by duct tape and actually no i believe when we talked to kelly we decided it was it was it was scotch tape yeah yeah duct tape was a little was a little fancy don't work in funny books kids (laughs) so when we last left off jerica went on stage and sung and revealed that she in fact was gem and she transformed into this uh this jerica gem hybrid as i recall yeah and that was kind of like the last thing only when we start this episode she's kind of just become more gym like yeah she had blonde hair before and now it's back to pink hair i don't know if that was a miscommunication between the colors or i think i've seen some pages of the of the graphic novel print of this the trade and um it's pink there too, so I don't know if this is an error or something intentional or what. I feel like I'm just going to headcanon it yellow hair. Sounds good. The thing is that I don't know which one of them was the mistake. Yeah, I don't either. I would assume it's this one, just because it makes more sense for her to reveal herself and then be blonde rather than go full gym, because there's very little difference between regular gym and this gym. There's a lot of narrative significance to having blonde hair and looking more like Jerrica. It's entirely possible, though, that a bunch of people working on the book was like, we're canceled, I'm out. <laughs> Which is a reasonable reaction, honestly. Yeah. So, we head backstage as our universe Kimber and Stormer head back to cyberpunk Kimber and Stormer. And tell them to get on stage. Cyberpunk Kimber and Storber go out on stage with their keytars. <laughs> their cyberpunk matching keytars. And uh, it's a big deal, especially that Stormer is on stage because the Misfits are supposed to be dead. 
Like, really dead. Like, we're blown up on national television dead. Although, to be fair, we now know for a fact that only about three out of five of them are dead. I mean, that's still over 50%. Yes, but it is a significantly lower success ratio than assumed. <laughs> yep. It's true. <laughs> so... Cyberpunk, Kimber, and Stormer take the microphones and they tell Synergy to reveal the performance. I like that somebody in the audience is like, what's up with the scar on Kimber's face? It's awesome. Deal with it. Where'd she get her robot arm? The answer is shut up. That's where she got her robot arm. More holograms as they see the performance, say the crowd. Do you think they're starting to get really confused by saying the holograms are holograms? Probably. God, if this were a longer comic, that could have been an entire bit. (laughs) It's true. The holograms are holograms. We know. (laughs) No, like they're really holograms. Yeah, we know. (laughs) He's a giant chicken, I'm telling you. Oh, Kelly Thompson likes bantery bits too. So yeah, they show the uh, fake hologram holograms, which are real holograms, but they're not holograms. We're really embracing a missed opportunity here. (laughs) Anyway, then they invite like alternate universe Kimber and Stormer out for a reason. I guess they're just like, you know what, whatever. Uh, Everybody gets on stage so we can all have dramatic speeches. And then it has been too many pages since Pizzazz was on camera. Pizzazz thrust herself on camera. And she demands of the audience, are you going to let them control you? Are you going to let them kill great bands just so they can sell you more dumb crap? (laughs) Because, of course, keep in mind, Pizzazz's priority number one is Pizzazz and the Misfits. And as far as she knows, Pizzazz and the Misfits, except Stormer, are all dead. Yep. I really like that Pizzazz's objection is they're killing great bands so they can sell you more dumb crap. Not a corporation is literally killing people and has made a wall. Look, capitalism is great when it works in Pizzazz's favor. Exactly. <laughs> like her only objection to the way this world works is that it's focused on the wrong band. Yep. Exactly. So Pizzazz starts rallying the crowd talking about, no, no, this sucks. You can't even afford the new tech and it's not optional. This sucks. They can't control you. Kimber actually comments that like Pizzazz would make a great charismatic dictator, which yikes. (laughs) She would. I mean, she's not wrong. No part of that is a lie, correct? Speaking of people who would make great dictators, Elise Hardcourt is back in the scene. Oh, yeah. So Elise is like, Eric, are you saying this? I told you this would happen. And Eric has just mysteriously disappeared. But Synergy is here. And this is the Synergy that last issue merged with Silica, who now actually knows who she is and what she's capable of, rather than being a fairly shackled AI. Yeah, so this is a little bit um, alarming. But good news, uh, she is momentarily benign. She hasn't killed anyone yet. Yeah, Silica will probably start soon, but you know, at least for now, it's fine. And that's another thing. Eric has left Gemworld, which is a term we have been using to refer to this entire plane of existence. So I don't know if the city is just called Gemworld or if this whole place is called Gemworld. Maybe it's like a Disney World thing and the entire building is called Gemworld. That or Eric is just left to another alternate reality. I could see that too. And Elise, who has never one to pass up an opportunity, is like, show me what he's been hiding. Good job, Elise. And Synergy reveals the mystery door. And then we cut away. Of course. So one person one person in the audience thinks to ask, hey, so what happens now? Pizzazz is a lot like throwing a sword through the Gordian knot. She's just like, instead of dismantling all of this, this entire society, turn off your earrings. And then we're all going on a field trip. To the wall. We're going to the wall. <laughs> And people are like, oh, you know, I guess I do have family on the other side of the wall. You know, people I care about. I guess. I guess. I guess. Like that. Ah! 
Hey, Mackenzie, you okay over there? Yeah, I just dropped my laptop. Okay. I'm good. And then Gem and Pizzazz triple dog dare the entire audience to take off their earrings. I like that Gem is arguing for like, be yourself, be true to yourself. And Pizzazz is like throwing up middle fingers to the man. And then we go on a march to the wall. Which Gem is still holograms. Yeah, Gem is still, actually all the holograms are still holograms. So... <laughs> so, um, yeah, that whole be yourself thing kind of loses impact a little bit. Like, do as I say, not as I do. Okay, everybody be yourself, but me... Me, Jem. Nobody else gets to be Jem. I am Jem. I am Jem. Uh, nobody else gets to be their other selves. We're fine. So it turns out that the door in the wall has a freaking star in it. Also in the background, Kimber and Stormer are starting to realize, wait a minute, there are two of us. Yeah, but this conversation can only get so salacious because it's a PG comic. The door with the star opens. And there are already people on the other side. Maybe they just hang out there. They're just waiting for it to open. So while everyone's reuniting, we have Cave Starlight and our son Techrat in the background. And also our cool aunt, Elise Harcourt, shows up. I would love this family. And Elise kind of mixes some metaphors here. She's just like, yes, this was a house of cards from day one built on lies and deception. <laughs> why did you go? Why, why, why did you go to the Zap Brannigan voice for that one? That wasn't even a metaphor. <laughs> It was either that or I start channeling that one principal from Buffy who was like, would loose cannon rock the boat? (laughs) (laughs) The ships do have cannons and a loose one would rock it. And Elise reveals sort of what she found in the room, which was nothing. You don't even get to see the empty room where Pizzazz presumably had like a bunch of empty ramen containers. (laughs) And skulls. And skulls just hanging out. Yeah, like just a pile of granola bar wrappers because she was living in there for some reason. Like the entire board is gone. Did the entire board dimension hop or did they just like go to one of the other countries that's not affected by all this weird crap? I don't know. It's just it's just kind of a letdown here. Definitely we were running up against a wall here and that's that's acceptable. I'm just still going to be disappointed that like a lot of this never went anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Cave Starlight's like, how do we trust you? And she's like, I know where the bodies are buried. So does speak. (laughs) <laughs> also actual bodies. But we can talk about that later. And she's like, yeah, no, an alarm would have sounded when you access the back door to Synergy. And uh, the order to open the wall had to come from somebody. Yo. Yo, what up? It is me, Elise. I pressed the button. Me. I am the hero today. And Eric Raymond, Elise says, it's just gone as if he was a bad dream, and that's just... Mm. I gotta say, the only thing I really like about this change is that it's just more evidence that Eric's a Time Lord. Or he was a hologram the whole time. Ooh. <laughs> I, I lean towards Time Lord. He just used his secret room to teleport away. He's 100% a Time Lord. So apparently no one knew about the secret room. Elise is just like, he took whatever was in his secret room with him, and even Techrat is disgusted. <laughs> Techrat identifies Eric as being a super creep because he had a secret room. What does Tegrat think was in that room? <laughs> 
So we realize that it's about time for us to pack up and go back to our own dimensions because the conflict has been solved, which means that we have to say goodbye to alternate universe cave Starlight. The girls suggest he come with them. He says, no, uh, he's got daughters here. It could come too. I still really love how quickly he's accepted Stormer as just another daughter. Pizzazz, meanwhile, is done with all of this, like, emotional sappy crap. Let's just go. <clears throat> Let's go. Come on. Including the great line, don't boss me, Jerrica. I just saved the world. And Kimbers, I can't believe even saving an alternate reality together didn't make them get along. I can. Hopeless, sister. Tegrat takes out his magical girl wand and opens another glittery portal back to their own world. Meanwhile, Jetta and Roxy are like, oh, we threw up the last time this happened. We get this beautiful splash of all of them just leaping through this portal anime style uh, while Roxy is screaming, I still hate it. And then they all land on each other again. Oh god, how many? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Oh golly, that's 10 people in each panel. Yep. For three panels. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah, uh, Jen St. Ange, good job. Take a break. You deserve it. Also, Roxy broke her drumsticks from an alternate dimension, so you can't just buy more. I also enjoy that we get a reprise of the stop touching my butt. I'm not touching your butt. Someone's <laughs> touching my butt. And then Jerrica points out, so I guess we gotta talk about the fact that you know that we have holograms now. And Pizzazz basically comes to the conclusion that, well, in an alternate universe, I died because we revealed your stupid secrets. So I guess this is a murder pact now. <laughs> And that's the end of the comic. There's a lot of stuff that never really got wrapped up and now probably won't. I admit I am actually optimistic after reading the first couple issues of Gem Dimensions because they have notes of taking place before or after certain events. And while that means that things are going to be much sort of lighter, that also means that there's room to explore some more side stories. Like issue two of Gem Dimensions has a story about Shayna being unsure about whether or not to more wholeheartedly pursue modeling. So we might have some more time to sort of explore some of these things, but I don't know. So this was Kelly Thompson's last issue, writing Gem. Yep a really good job. God, right? I feel like Kelly Thompson and Sophie Campbell absolutely established how these characters function, but having Kelly Thompson as a consistent voice for 20-some issues has been really a blessing in making sure that there's a consistency in here. Same with having M. Victoria Roboto on colors for most of it. That's been incredible. Yeah, yeah. It, it established a really good baseline for all the other writers for Gem Dimensions to be able to work off of. So Gem, as we know, it is changing from here on out. At the time of recording, the first couple of issues of Gem Dimensions are out, so we have a bit of an understanding of what this is going to be. Uh, instead of a continuing storyline, we're doing a whole bunch of short stories. You know, like when that cartoon that you like that runs for 22 minutes changes its next season to do two 10-minute episodes. So from now on, we're going to be seeing a lot more writers, a lot more artists, and a lot more different takes on Gem. Sarah Gatos, our editor is still going to be on the book though so there is going to be a consistent voice in here but things are going to change here a little bit good news though uh something to look forward to next episode because it allows us to start off on the right foot it's mad mardigan time sophie campbell's back and she brought a cat with her so we'll be back next time with mad mardigan watch 24 7 and also a story written by kate leth featuring dnd because this comic is owned by hasbro god that took me a second so that's going to wrap it up for us a special thank you to everyone that worked on the book from here on out that is going to be shifting around we have loved everything that you've done and we while we'll miss you we're excited to see what happens next with the book that you helped create 
We will be back next time with Gem Dimensions number one. Our recording schedule is going to be a little weird. We're going to be catching up on stuff, but then we're basically going to be just coming out with an issue whenever another issue comes out. Maybe with some other side things here and there, like doing some more choose your own adventure episodes, but that's stuff that we're not going to have a consistent schedule for. And IDW doesn't really have a consistent release schedule, so bear with us. We learned it from watching you! The Gem Jam comes out whenever on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr. We are at the Gem Jam, just about everywhere except on Twitter. We are at Gem Jam Cast. And uh, for our other projects, you want to look for us at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com That's crookedrussiancam long story dot tumblr.com the story is i felt like it short story then if you like what we do and you want to support us you can do that by liking rating reviewing commenting wherever you find our podcast especially on itunes is always super helpful helps our metrics helps us get discovered helps more people want to talk about glam rock and time travelers and cross time capers if you want to support us with dollars you can do that at patreon.com slash the gem jam for a couple bucks a month you can get access to other stuff which is always very neat and you can just Give us dollars and make us feel good about our choices. We've made so many choices. We will see you next time for Gem Dimensions number one. You can also check out our other Patreon-funded projects like Date Me Damn It, a video series where Kit plays Atome games and we yell at her. That's always fun. And I Will Fight You, which is going to be having an episode at some point in the future of Kingdom Hearts. That one was mm, a lot to talk about. I'm working so hard, you guys. Until next time, dear listeners. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we remind you, impressive. Every word of what you just said was outrageous.